coming live from Nottinghamshire, England, is our guest this evening. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. Before I move forward, may I request you to subscribe, follow, like, and comment on whichever platform you are watching or listening to this show on. And today we have Ali West, founder of Kinetic Fitness and podcast host of the Kinetic Fitness Show, where he inspires people to live a longer, healthier, happier, and more loveful life and makes you better than what you are at the moment. So we'll be talking about this particular topic, how to live longer, healthier, happier, and more joyful. And we'll learn from Ali West. Welcome to the show, Ali. Hey, AJ. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking out time for this show. You are a podcast host yourself, so you've got a lot to do every day. So what do you mean? My first question, very simple question, but you know, people have different meanings when they say that they want to be happier and more joyful because everybody has different joys, definition of joy. So what do you mean by exactly living longer? Longer can be understood, healthier can be understood, happier and more joyful life. How do you see it? What do you mean by exactly that? Yeah, that's a good question. I think for me, living a happy and joyful life is about being as present as possible, being in the moment, being in the now, and doing things and creating experiences that bring you happiness and joy, creating moments, having fun, living your life to the fullest, and also living in alignment with your purpose and also your your personal values as well. So for me, the main point of living a happy and joyful life is being present because when we're present, that's when we live in our fullest, that's when we're the fullest version of ourselves, but that's also when we create the most spectacular moments in our life. Right, Oli, right. Now, tell me one thing, you know, the long, when we talk of a longer life, life expectancy by itself has increased in today's time than earlier on because of medical facilities, because of so-called better quality of living. But the happier and the joy part of it somehow seem to have got, you know, lost or diminished. How, what is the reason you see behind that? In fact, humans should be happy because of a better life expectancy. Uh, they have more time to enjoy with their loved ones and more time to actually live their life. Many people who, who look for retirement time and all that stuff. So why are these three, two things, joy and happiness and living longer, moving in opposite directions? Yeah, and with health as well. So people are living longer, longer than they ever have before for the reasons that you mentioned. But when we look at things, we see that people aren't healthy. So people are living longer, but they're not living longer and living healthily. So they get to 60, they get to 70, and certain disease diseases start to take over them, with the four biggest ones being cancer, coronary heart disease, dementia or Alzheimer's, and diabetes. So people are suffering with these four big killers, you could say. And then also, if those don't get you, most people uh, die from a trip or a fall. So 
people are living longer, but they're not living healthier. And also we've noticed that conditions such as mental health conditions have gone up a lot in the last few years. So as you said, people aren't living healthier and happier and more joyfully, but they are living longer. And there's many, many reasons for this. And I'll give some of what I think uh, that they, they may be. When we look at health, I think health is not a paramount thing in people's lives, even though it should be. For me, my own health and well-being is at the top top of my list of things that should take um, preference in my life. So I, I don't think enough people put health and well-being at the top of their list. They worry about all of the things in their life before their own health. But really, when you're healthy, everything in your life becomes easier. You can do things better. You can have better relationships. You can have a better quality of life if you are healthier. So it's really important that we start to put health at the top of our list. So that would be one reason. A second reason why people aren't so healthy is because of their, their lifestyle. So this can be a combination of they're sat down a lot like me and you are now. So we're in this sedentary lifestyle. We're not moving. Most people don't move enough. Most people don't get their recommended weekly amount of exercise, which may I point out isn't a lot, which is quite shocking that most people don't get that, even though it's such a small amount. And also people, when it comes to lifestyle, their nutritional choices are absolutely terrible. Most people don't eat a healthy, balanced diet. They eat a lot of processed food, a lot of fast food. They eat so far away from nature, it's unreal. And another thing what we can tie into lifestyle is people's environments. So their environments don't set them up for a life of health and well-being, which leads into what we've just been talking about in relation to happiness and joy. So people are dictated, their life dictated to them by their, their surroundings and by their job and by what society says. And a lot of people, they let life run them rather than them running their life. And this is what's leading to a lot of unhappiness and people not feeling fulfilled because they think that they should do what society says or what social media says or what the media says or what their friends say, and they don't live their own life. So they don't get aligned with who they really are. They don't get aligned with their purpose. And this leads to them not living that fulfilled, happy, joyful life. And one fi final thing to tag on this is I think particularly in the Western world, maybe not so much in the Eastern world, but in the, in the Western world, there's a distinct lack of spiritual practices. So people don't have a grounding in spiritual practices. And I think this is something that's vitally important because when you have an essence of spirituality in your life, when you have faith, then you can navigate life with a lot more grace and ease and you can be healthier, you can be happier, you can live more joyfully if you have some elements of spirituality in your life. So there's a few reasons why I think there's a disconnect between living longer and not being happy, not being healthy and not being joyful. Okay. Okay, Ali. So just uh, let me ask you this when When we are talking nowadays uh, of uh, health, healthy life, then there is a lot of space taken up by mental health, which is very important. But Somewhere along the line, the term holistic health uh, somehow is not too much talked about. So can you explain? But you talk about it quite a lot. And so from your perspective, can you tell us for common people what exactly is holistic health and how they can 
uh, integrate holistic health into their life? How can we improve our holistic health? Yeah, for sure. So let's just look at the word holistic or holism. It just means being whole. That's all it is. Being whole. Okay. Being the whole and most fullest version you can be. So if it's health, holistic health, it's being wholly healthy. So for me, that means being healthy in your mind. So we can talk about mental well-being, being healthy in your body. So that comes to, down to your physique. It comes down to your nutrition. It comes down to the, the insides, your organ health, all of that kind of stuff, your cellular health. And then we can look at spiritual health or spiritual well-being. So this is also, if you don't like the term spiritual, you could just say your emotional health. So how your emotions are, how you're feeling, whether you believe in a higher power or not, or believe that you're part of something greater and bigger than yourself. So we need all three, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, we need all three. They're all as equally as important as the other. So mind, body, and spirit. We need all three of them. And when you start to marry them all up and you get balance within all three of them, you will start to be more whole and you'll start to live more holistically as well. So in a nutshell, that's just what holistic well-being is and what it means. And then you asked, how can we live more holistically? Well, that's just taking each one of these one step at a time. When it comes to health and fitness and well-being, people, people try to run before they can walk. So they bite off more they, than they can chew, you could say. And they try and do a million and one things and make a million and one changes. And then they wonder why they fail. As human beings, we're only really good at changing one thing at a time. Especially as men. Women are slightly better. Maybe women can do like one and a half things or two things at a time. But us guys, we can only do one thing and make one change at a time. So you've got to pick one area that you want to improve work on that, master it, make it a habit, and then move on to the next thing. And you need to make holistic well-being and holistic health part of your life. It can't be something that you just dip in and out of. It can't be something that you do as a fad. It has to be your life. From now until the day you die, you have to make it part of your life because being healthy and being well is a marathon, not a sprint. And it's a lifetime marathon not a lifetime sprint. You have to take it one step at a time and be in it for the long run. But I think that's the same with everything. You need to you need to be in it for the long run because things don't just happen like that. They happen over long periods of time. So if you want to improve your mental well-being, what can you do to improve your mental health? What what one thing can you do right now to improve that and move that forward? And then when you've done that, okay, you might look at your physical health. What can I do to improve my physical health? Am I going to go to the gym? Am I going to start running? Am I going to go and do yoga? Then when it comes to your spiritual well-being, you might say, okay, what can I do to improve that one thing? Maybe I'm going to start meditating. Maybe I'm going to start journaling. Maybe I'm going to start saying positive affirmations. Maybe I'm going to get interested in religion and read religious or spiritual texts. So there's ways that we can do it, but you can't change everything at once. You've got to do one thing at a time and you've got to integrate all of those things, in my opinion, to be optimally healthy, to be optimally healthy and to live this longer, healthier, happier, and more joyful life that I talk about, which is my mission in life is to help inspire people to do exactly that. You've got to look at that triad of mind, body, and spirit and integrate all of them to be holistically healthy. Right. Right, Ali. So... 
you know you it's nice to see you talking about spiritual uh, spirituality spiritual health spiritual uh, stuff and you know you also telling the importance of all these things whatever way you can name it you can call it emotional health or spiritual health whatever it is now you were a great football player yourself in your younger days and you know you were doing corporate life and you were doing a lot of other stuff into fitness and then something happened you know and tell us about your spiritual awakening that you talk about and how you found spirituality into your life that is something i wanted to understand from you yeah i found spiritual practices and spirituality and had my in air quotes spiritual awakening purely by accident it was back in 2015 so 7 years ago in may of 2015 and i was going through a lot of changes at the time and i decided to take a trip to see my friend visit a friend my friend paul in 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 arizona he was living in scottsdale arizona at the time in in the us and i went there for 10 days to visit him and at one point in the trip he said oh we're going to go to sedona for a couple of days and i was like where's sedona i've never heard of it didn't know anything about sedona and he said oh it's a very magical place uh, there's a lot happens there it's very sacred to to the indigenous people it's a uh, it's a special place there's a lot of energy there there's a lot of energy vortices there's magnetic energy people have said they've seen aliens there and all this stuff and i'm looking at him very skeptically because i didn't have any understanding of this side of things i didn't didn't know anything about spirituality i wasn't into that sort of stuff and we went and we did a bit of hiking up the mountains and if nobody if if your listeners haven't been to sedona it's lots of red rocks so if you've seen the grand canyon it's very similar but on a smaller scale with lots of beautiful red rocks and there's hiking trails very very beautiful place so we did all of this hiking and then on one of the hikes he said oh would you like to do some meditation and i looked at him i don't know how to meditate i don't know what meditation is i've never meditated in my life and he was like don't worry i'll guide you through it so we sat on the edge of this rock and we did some meditation he guided me through it i closed my eyes and it's very difficult for me to put into words but it was one of the most magical experiences in my entire life I felt so present, I felt so happy, I felt so loved, I felt so joyful. I had this wash of amazing emotions come over me. I felt as if a bright light was coming into me, and it was just amazing. And I came out of the meditation and my friend Paul said, "How did you find that?" And I said, "What the hell was that? That was amazing. I want more of that. It was so good." And he was like, "That's great. You must be really responsive to it and you must have taken really well to it." So further on into the trip we did another hike up Cathedral Rock which is one of the biggest rocks if not the biggest in Sedona and on the way back down we did another meditation and then some really crazy stuff happened to me I was sat on this rock and we did another meditation and then I started to hear I started to hear voices and I started to hear my higher self and then I started to hear my wife talking to me who wasn't even there she was back in the UK and also i had this energy pushing me to one side and it was so bizarre and very difficult to explain but i was falling over to the side and my my friend was saying to me what are you doing and i was like that's not me that's an energy pushing me over and he's like oh no it's not so he came the other side of me and pushed me and then as he pushed me the energy pushed me back and i was in between my friend pushing me and this energy or this entity or whatever it was pushing me back and all i can explain it 
like was it was almost like a magnet pushing me and so that was crazy and that was a, a an incredible experience and ever since that day in Sedona my life has just catapulted uh, everything's improved I've changed my life so much I've focused on myself on all fronts on mind body spirit I've meditated consistently I've found positive practices like journaling affirmations praying all of this good stuff and yeah it all happened that day in Sedona and it's led me I believe to where I am now and whether it was because I found meditation or whether it was Sedona or whether it was a combination of the two I don't know and maybe I'll never know but I don't really care because that moment in Sedona when I found meditation and when all of that amazing incredible stuff happened to me my life's never been the same since I understand I understand uh life changing <laughs> yes 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 and now you are changing life you are doing as best as possible to tell people you know to live a better quality of life healthier happier and more joyful life so uh ali you talk of three areas you know you love to help people on health wealth and happiness how do you do that can you spell out those th things so that people can understand in a simple manner and you know can follow it yeah for sure so with health we've we've kind of already touched on that but when i look at health there's really there's really three key areas that i concentrate on with people which are their mental or their mindset so how they're focusing on their health so it, a lot of it starts in the mind so we need to make sure that the mind is right because i believe if the mind is right the body will follow so we follow, focus on the mind side of health then also it's the physicality of health so with that i focus on mainly exercise and nutrition so making sure that they're exercising in an effective manner to help them meet their goals but also making sure that they're eating well because the nutrition will affect everything what you put in your mouth affects your whole body and your mind and then also with health as i mentioned i tie in some elements of spiritual and emotional well-being as well so that's kind of the health side of things and how i focus on that then with wealth that all depends on how that individual defines wealth so when we think of wealth we often think of monetary gains and material things and financial gains so people think of wealth from a money perspective but wealth could just mean having a wealth of relationships or having a wealth of health or having a wealth of happiness or having a wealth of being present or or having a wealth of being joy so it depends on how that person defines wealth to how i help them with it if they are struggling with with like kind of the finance side of things and and managing money and all that stuff i can help them to some extent but i'm not a financial advisor if they re if they need really deep financial advice then i'd send them to i'd send them to a financial advisor or an accountant and that's a important thing to mention is that i do my best to stay in my lane so if i can't help somebody i'll pass them on to another professional that can and i think that's really important and i think sometimes that's a problem in the coaching industry and particularly in, in my industry in the health and fitness industry is sometimes the egos get a bit big and people think that they can help somebody all on their own and you can't sometimes you need to push them to other people or get them to see somebody who knows 
more about that area than what you do. So send them to professionals. So in my network, I've got physiotherapists, I've got nutritionists, I've got accountants and financial advisors, I've got trauma specialists, psychotherapists, therapists, psychologists, all of these kind of areas that I can send people to if I need to. So that's the wealth side of things. And then happiness is basically getting them to, to, to be as happy as possible. And that all comes down to how they live their life, living in alignment with their goals, living in alignment with their, their dreams, their aspirations, their vision, helping them to discover and find their purpose. Because a lot of people, they're meandering through life and they don't really know what their purpose is. They don't know why they're really here. And they get stuck on that and they get hangups about that. So if I can help an individual get more clarity on what their purpose is and why they're here, or at least help them to discover what their mission is, then they'll be able to live more in alignment they'll be able to live more presently and they'll also be able to cultivate more happiness in their life but as i mentioned earlier happiness really comes from from being in the moment but i also truly believe that you can choose happiness so a lot of people choose not to be happy they they get stuck in that cycle of being miserable of being depressed of being anxious of being worried and you can choose to be happy you can flip that yes it takes work i'm not saying it's easy it takes a lot of work, but I believe that's why we're here. We're here to work on ourselves. We're here to grow. And if you have a growth mindset and you're thinking about growth all the time and how you can be a better version of yourself today to what you were yesterday, then I truly believe that you can live the best possible life and you can live happy as well. So that's a few ways of how I help people. But really, it's all individualized. It comes down to an individualized plan. What I give to one person will be different to what I give to you, what I give to the next person, so on and so forth, because it has to be individualized because everyone's different and you can't have a one size fits all and you can't pull something off the shelf and think that that's going to help that individual. Yes, I have a framework and I have a system that I work to, but I have to make sure that I treat each and, in, each and every client that I work with as an individual person, as an individual human being. Right, right, Ali. Well, well put. Now, can you also talk about, you know, about kinetic fitness through which you, you know, you contribute to the society and also about the kinetic fitness show, you know, where uh, and what do what do you do there? What sort of type of guests you get? What do you exactly uh, uh, talk about? And so that people who, uh, can listen to you. So how they can, you know, listen to your show where they can connect you with you and understand and live better yeah yeah for sure so kinetic fitness is my gym i own a gym with my wife in nottingham here in the uk so it's a nine thousand square foot facility and we do three key er well we cover three key areas which is gym membership small group training or some people call it semi-private training and personal training and we just basically help each of the clients and members that come into our gym to be a better version of themselves to really improve their health, improve their well-being, and be a better version of themselves, live a better life. So that's that's the gym. And we've been going for five and a half years now. It's been a real roller coaster. It's been a learning curve. I've learned so much about business. I've learned so much about people. But more importantly, I've learned so much about myself. And I've learned a lot of life lessons from running and owning the gym. Life lessons that for me are invaluable. And I wouldn't have changed the last five years for anything even though it's been a struggle at times. So that's the gym that I run with my wife. And then the podcast, The Kinetic Fitness Show, is just named after the gym. That's why it's called The Kinetic Fitness Show. And that's been going since 2018. I have 
over 130 or 140 episodes on there now. And we cover everything from mindset to fitness, to nutrition, to spirituality. And I invite some of the brightest minds in health, fitness, nutrition, biohacking, and spirituality onto the podcast to share their knowledge, their wisdom, and their expertise. So if your audience Googled The Kinetic Fitness Show, they'll be able to find it on all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast platforms as well. So it's The Kinetic Fitness Show, K-I-N-E-T-I-K, fitness like fitness and show like show. Or if they search my name, Ali West, they'll be able to find it. Yes, Ali, you can yeah. hear me. Yes, yeah. I'm back. Sorry, sorry for that. It has happened. It has not happened before, but it has happened today. But it's okay. It's good to be, you know, back. So my question to you, can you begin with that? What exactly do you do with, you know, uh, uh, kinetic fitness as well as the show, the kinetic fitness show? Yeah, I did finish that piece off. So I don't know if uh, it would be there or not. If you want me to do it again, I can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You begin from wherever it is and then maybe in the later stages while 
editing and all that stuff, I'll see. But this part is already gone. So you can repeat it. People who have missed out on a bit of a background, you can tell about that, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kinetic Fitness is the gym that I own with my wife here in Nottingham in the United Kingdom. We have been going since January 2017, so five and a half years. And we focus on three main areas, which are gym membership, personal training, which is one-to-one, and small group training, or some people call it semi-private training, which is groups of four people with one personal trainer. We've currently got four staff members. We did have five, but one's just left. We've got four staff members. So there's myself and my wife, Sarah, and then we have a full-time personal trainer and a, and a full-time receptionist. So we've got a very small team, but our main focus is making sure that we help our members and our clients to be better versions of themselves than they already are now. So we help them with their health and their well-being and their nutrition to get in shape, change their life, have more energy, all of that good stuff, so they can be healthier and happier and meet the mission that that I set for, for myself and for the, for the gym as well. So that's a little bit about the gym. It's, it's taught me so many, so many life lessons, so many business lessons, taught me so much about myself. And although it's been a struggle at times and it's been a real roller coaster, I wouldn't have changed the last five and a half years for anything because it's taught me so much, mainly about myself, which has been invaluable. In relation to the Kinetic Fitness Show, which is my podcast, that's just named after the gym. So I named the podcast after the gym. So it's the Kinetic Fitness Show. And I've been running that since March 2018. So it's been going for four years now. There's over 140 episodes on there with over 100 guests. And I cover all areas of health and well-being, really, and spirituality. So it's mind, body, spirit. It's the same mission, the mission of the podcast is to inspire the listeners to live longer, healthier, happier, and more joyful lives. And I say that we cover everything you need to know so you can be optimally healthy in your mind, body, and spirit. So I bring on guests from all over the world, and they are guests that are experts in their field, and it's usually health, fitness, nutrition, well-being, mindset, spirituality, biohacking, these kind of areas. But there's a real broad spectrum of, of topics that I've covered on there. But if people want to go and check out my podcast, they're more than welcome to do so. They just need to simply search for The Kinetic, K-I-N-E-T-I-K, fitness spelt like fitness, show spelt like show, and they'll find it on all major platforms. It's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Or if they just search for my name, Ali West, A-L-I, West like the direction, W-E-S-T, they'll be able to find it as well. So that's a little bit about Kinetic Fitness and the podcast as well. Right, right. Thank you, Ali, for such a, you know, great insights into uh, into happiness, health and wealth. So I just thought that, you know, we could have continued a bit longer, but I don't want this, what you call the power backup to come. And again, there is an interchange of that. So we will, this is the first time we are talking, but we'll continue to have more conversations. With, yeah, for sure. Yes. With this, it's a wrap on this edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much for your time, Ali. Thank you. Thanks for having me.